This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the April 27th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters, Joe Biden announced he is running for president in 2024. My take is he is running because he thinks he will face Trump, and the smart money says he would beat Trump. But what if during the campaign it becomes so obvious that Biden has declined that he is forced to drop out and we get fill-in Kamala Harris versus Trump? Come on, man. Biden call Trump. Say, I won't run if you won't run. For the good of the country. For years I have read that healthy gut bacteria are important for good health. Good news. The FDA just approved a pill with healthy bacteria. Bad news comes from human waste. When I first read that, I thought the source of the fecal material was sewers, but maybe it comes from fecal donors. While fecal transplants have been done for years, they were not done by mouth, if you know what I mean. Disney is suing Florida over the new board that the state created. Moving on. 1984 was written in 1949, and it seems to be coming true in 2023. The link piece by Alexander Hall is titled, Arguing COVID Came from China Could Land You on Minnesota's Government Bias Registry, According to a New Bill. Okay, it's on the Fox News website, but let's look at this anyway. The state of Minnesota seems to have a registry for hate crimes. My read is it is being expanded from people who committed hate crimes to include people who made bad comments. Okay, maybe, but be careful. Minnesota legislature Harry Niska asked this question, quote, If a Minnesotan writes an article claiming or arguing that COVID-19 is a Chinese bioweapon that leaked from a lab in Wuhan, and someone reports that article to the Department of Human Rights, is that something that the Department of Human Rights should put in their regist bias registry under your bill? End quote. The article says that Minnesota legislator Samantha Vang, quote, argued that while not all incidents are considered violent or criminal, this sort of rhetoric is, she said, bias motivated. Therefore, again, she says it can be considered a bias incident, end quote. Niska then asked if a Minnesotan is wearing a t-shirt that says, I love J.K. Rowling and someone sees that and reports them to the Minnesota Department of Human Rights as an example of gender identity or gender expression bias, is that something that the Minnesota Department of Human Rights should put in this bias database? Vang replied, quote, I'm not going to say yes or no to that question, end quote, and said it would be better answered by lawyers. Yeah, that's what we need. Laws that encourage more lawyers and lawsuits so ordinary people are afraid. Fox News settled with a voting machine company for almost $800 million. I think you could say the case boiled down to Fox News allegedly pushing a view they knew or should have known was not true. And behind the scenes emails may have shown this to be the case. Fox News, I believe, was going to argue their guests made those charges. A media company pushing a story they know or should have known was not true. Is that specific to Fox News? 
I've pushed the whole Russian collusion bullshit put forward by the Clinton campaign and amplified by our biased media. In reviewing the Twitter files, I brought up the fake Russian bot story that was pushed by Hamilton 68. Twitter says the Hamilton 68 folks kept counting as Russian bots a number of accounts held by and used by ordinary Americans. The linked article by Matt Orfale and Matt Taibbi is titled 11 Minutes of Media Falsehoods Just on One Subject, Just on One Station. Originally, the intent was to have a group of investigators review stories from hashtag Twitter files and, quote, counting all the mainstream news stories that would need retracting or correcting in light of information found in Twitter documents, end quote. Per the linked article, and I encourage you to read both the linked article and listen to the video, they got stuck on Russian bots and MSNBC. Relentlessly, mercilessly, MSNBC seemed to have pushed the Russian bot story and ridiculed Republicans for calling for release of a David Nunes memo. They said the people calling for the release of the memo was mostly Russian bots. Relentlessly, it seemed, mercilessly they made these claims, and falsely. I've never said Fox News is pure. I repeatedly say the other side is not pure as well, and they vastly outnumber Fox News. I have I had fun with the above, but I think the authors get at something scary in the following. Quote, this is part of the new media strategy in the censorship industrial complex age. In addition to downgrading and de-amplifying dissent, Fringe political ideas, controversial takes, offensive speech, and yes, even true errors and foreign propaganda, the CIC softens up audiences to accept certain ideas through sheer, unrelenting repetition, end quote. A number of stories popped to mind. Two are similar. The Florida bill that wanted to keep out of the classroom instruction to seven-year-olds that gender is a choice and we could cut your willy off if that will help your mental health. I'm sure I did not nail that one accurately, but close enough. Closer than our media that relentlessly and mercilessly labeled it a don't say gay bill. The second similar story is the relentless and merciless way the national media egged on by the Democratic Party, labeled the Georgia voting bill Jim Crow on steroids, voter suppression. What a bunch of crap. But most folks don't read bills. I did. I knew it was crap. But facts don't seem to matter too much in the media if a story is good, and if a story helps your guys. Hey, say that about Fox News, but for God's sake, say it about the others. Recently, I've been told Florida is banning books. I kept ducking that story. Seems like the left can come up with one crap story after another, and I am tired of taking the bait. But a very reasonable friend brought up Florida book banning as an example of why he did not want Ron DeSantis to be president. Specifically, he mentioned the banning of Rosa Parks, so I checked it out. I saw the headlines, Florida bans books, but I had trouble getting any meat. Finally, I came across an anti-DeSantis piece about a teacher complaining she had to remove books from her classroom. That was while I was scrolling with my phone, and I don't have the link to attach. My takeaway? She has to have books in her classroom reviewed by a media specialist to make sure they don't have pornography or objectionable material 
that is not age appropriate and that there was not enough specialists, media specialists, to do the job quickly. I don't want porn exposed to kids in school, so I can sign on to this. Depending on how one defines objectionable material, I may or may not have a problem. Personally, I think the teacher should be able to handle the review, and with minimal exceptions, all would work out. Or what I, I would have thought that a few years ago, now some teachers seem untethered by reasonableness, and DeSantis may be right. Remember we started this part of the discussion with a comment that Florida is banning books. Curating what books are allowed in schools is not banning. Banning books is not allowing books to be sold or owned or read. But if the media keeps saying banning, 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 then we will think he is actually banning. One example my friend brought up was the banning of books on Rosa Parks in the school. DeSantis says in the linked YouTube video that a congressman complained that Florida did not have books on Rosa Parks, suggesting they were banned. The congressman based his view on searching for a specific book and finding out it was not available in Duval Public Schools. The school responded and said many books were available on Rosa Parks and other civil rights icons, just not that specific biography. And Governor DeSantis told the story in the link YouTube video and said 14 other Rosa Parks books were available in the Duval Library. My read on this story is it was a smear aided and abetted by a corrupt media. But it is a smear that worked. A very reasonable man did not want DeSantis to run for president and one of his examples was because the media said he banned Rosa Parks. But he didn't. What other chicken shit ideas does the gobbledygook media plant in voters' minds? Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.